0: This
1: is for dads specifically, (laughs) like um, trying to tell concerned family members that you want to have a baby at home can sometimes be really, really confusing and controversial to them. So to help um, show dads how how to talk to their their family about having a home birth is I uh, wrote an R&B song and uh, I found (laughs) found this award winning uh, R&B singer uh, to sing it for me.
0: Welcome to the Happy Homebirth Podcast, your source for positive, natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things homebirth and motherhood. Did your spouse have any quality resources to help him prepare for homebirth? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 109 of the Happy Home birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and today we have the privilege of speaking to the man behind the coolest YouTube find ever, the paternal partner. Sam Evans, a home birth dad of two, has taken the guesswork out of the dad birth prep. This episode is full of insight when it comes to partner preparation and Sam gives us some incredible tips and resources along the way. And this episode is so perfectly aligned with some crazy exciting news I have for you all. There is a new totally free learning opportunity for all of you and it is perfect for everyone considering home birth and for those who have already made the decision to give birth at home. It's called Home Birth Mythbusters and registration is available now. To reserve your seat and learn the five myths you need to bust to have a happy home birth head over to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash mythbusters. That's myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash mythbusters, all one word. And tell all of your friends because this event is going to be a party. So go do that right now. And while you're typing in that URL, let me take a moment to thank our reviewer of the week. This one is from Ellie Mickey, and she says, I am a birth junkie and have always loved listening to birth stories, pregnant or not. I've been in birth work for 10 years as a doula and RN and usually listen to birth stories on my long commute to and from the hospital. I started listening to this podcast last year because I loved the title. We live rurally, so we had opted for a birth center with our first two babies, but that birth center closed before the birth of our third. Listening to so many positive birth stories on this podcast was so instrumental in choosing to birth at home this time, and it was the best decision. Thank you for sharing and normalizing positive at-home experiences. All three of our births were so perfect, but this one was by far the most relaxing and peaceful because we got to stay at home. Thanks so much, Ellie. If you'll send me an email at caitlin at I'll be sure to send you a Happy Home Birth podcast sticker. And if you have a moment to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a hopefully five-star rating and review, I will be forever indebted. Okay, my friends, let's wrap up this intro and get to the good stuff. Please remember that the opinions of my guests may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa, and neither one of us are medical professionals, so continue to see your doctor, your midwife, or if you're like me, your chiropractor. All right, I've got Sam from The Paternal Partner here. Sam, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Homebirth Podcast.
1: You're welcome, Caitlin. Thanks for having me.
0: I am really excited to have you, especially after just talking to you for a few minutes before the interview. I feel like, oh man, we've got so much to cover. So before we really get started, would you just take a moment to introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Yeah, definitely. My name is Sam. I am a dad of two little toddlers, and both of them were born right here in my home with my beautiful wife, Sarah. I run um, a website and YouTube channel called The Paternal Partner, and you can find us at thepaternalpartner.com. We do labor and delivery advice for dads, um, life pro tips for dads. Basically, it's uh, a resource channel for dads uh, to learn more about uh, what their partner goes through um, in having a baby.
0: That is amazing, and it's just It's so needed. You know, I feel like there have, luckily there have been more and more resources geared towards mom in the last few years. And It's wonderful. It is so necessary, but we're doing such a great disservice if we're only serving one half of the equation. So thank you for the work that you're doing. I am so excited for this resource and I'm going to be obviously sharing it with everyone. And I thought that it would be a really great way to start this podcast out. If you'd be willing to kind of share your home birth journey, how did you guys decide that You were going to have a home birth with your first child.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for what you do as well. Um, Because the internet, it's just so inundated with negative views on home birth. If you type in on google.com home birth, you're not going to find some awesome resource, uh, some great podcasts with um, positive messages about it. You're going to find, news articles and and whatnot that explain the dangers of home birth. And that's not the case. So to be able to give people an honest and encouraging look at home births is so important. And I want to just do my, my part of it too. Uh, But to ask or to answer your question about home births, um, yeah, we did have both of our babies at home and it was a great, great experience for both of us. And we loved it. We both love home births, but I'm not like, um, I'm not a, I'm not a birth expert. I'm not a birth worker. I'm not a doula. I'm not, uh, have zero, uh, certification. I don't claim to be an expert in in any particular topic. I am just super interested in the entire process. And I, hopefully I, I want other dads, um, to be interested in it as well. And if they can find a resource on YouTube like mine, um, that talks more about it, then that, that's my goal It is just to be there for, for other dads. Uh, but yeah, my, my, my son and daughter were both born at home and, um, my wife was actually born at home as well. Wow! Uh, for a while she was interested in, in becoming, a. Uh, a home birth midwife uh, at one point. So when we first, when I first met her, um, she sat me down. I remember this day very, very vividly. We sat down on her front porch um, at her parents' house and she said, hey, I'm really interested in getting to know you. And I said, yeah, me too, definitely. And she said, well, there's a couple of things, a couple of things that I just want to ask you about and talk to you about um just to make sure that we're compatible. First of all, I think that is super smart. If there's something that's important to you, that important to you in life um, whoever you're, you're interested in, in dating and getting to know and all that is to get on the same page with them very, very early. So she did that to me. She said, there's a couple of things I'm really interested in. And one of them was that she wanted kids. I said, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I want kids as well. And then the second one was that she wanted to have her babies at home. I was like, I have no idea what that is, but sounds good.
0: But you're um, very pretty and I, I, I'll say, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, that that probably had something to do with it. I didn't know what a home birth was other than a birth at home. So we, um, from the very beginning, we were planning on having a home birth. So I had a lot of time to look into it and and learn more about home births. and I just think it's a really great option for you know relatively low risk births out there. Um, for our kids, it was great because we were surrounded by friends and family. Um, it was a really positive. It was it was kind of my wife calls it a birth party, oh, and that's wow. exactly what it was. We had multiple generations of family members there. We had her grandma, we had her mom, we had my uh, you know all, all the the female my sisters and my mom was there as well. It was great. It was like We were cooking. We had music going. Um, It was a really great experience, and um, we definitely will do it for every other child we have. So we we had a, a really good experience with it.
0: That is beautiful, and I do love the fact that she she let you know from the get go, like, hey, this is important, and and the fact that you were supportive and decided, okay, I'm gonna look into this, and and I think that that's what I would really love to hear from you as well is. Since this was clearly important to her, when you guys were preparing for this experience, did you do a decent amount of preparation together or what did that look like for you?
1: Yeah, we took some, um, we took birth classes together um, and I thought that was a really good experience. You obviously don't learn a ton in a short amount of time. um, And if anybody's curious about childbirth classes, uh, we have a video on our YouTube and our website all about childbirth classes, and it it compares the the major certifications out there and um, kind of gives you an idea of what you 'll experience at childbirth classes and the importance of them too. so yeah, we went through some childbirth classes, um, but the more you research, the more you learn and there's things that i've definitely learned in putting together this YouTube channel that I will definitely do. Um, on our, our next births as well.
0: That makes sense. And, and I can certainly relate to that. And it seems kind of similar to the relationship that you and your wife had at the very beginning. When I met my husband, I was already working as a student midwife. And so it was just like, hey, by the way, <laughs> we're going to have home births, you know, just kind of laid out there at the beginning, like you said. And because I was so inundated in the birth world and particularly the home birth world, my husband had all the confidence in the world that I could do it. He, he was so confident in fact, that he really didn't do any preparation. And I didn't think to help him prepare for that first birth. So what ended up happening was we got into labor time and Thomas didn't really know his place. You know, he wasn't sure how he could serve me best or just what he was kind of supposed to be doing in the birth arena. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that it was a negative experience in any way, but we got to the end of it and kind of realized, oh, wow, like, that could have been much better for us. You know, it could have been a bonding yeah. experience and instead it was just kind of a neutral experience. So for our yeah. second birth, we prepared together. We talked so much more about, you know, this is this is how I like to experience love during labor. You know, these are the things I like. These are the things I would like for you to say. Um, and that made all the difference in the world. Our second birth was just the most loving, intimate period of time that I can imagine. And so I love that you are talking about the fact that number one, you have learned more (laughs) as you've gone through, you know, a second birth and as you've gone deeper into the research. And now, of course, you're going to be like a birth partner superstar. You've got so much information out there, but I think it's really important for families to hear that, that, you know, if you do take that time to prepare together, it can be such an amazing experience. So- it's awesome that we have
1: wow that is so oh my gosh i i could not agree more and thomas and i sound like we're probably we were pretty much in the exact same boat when our first baby came around i had so much confidence in my wife because it's something that she's wanted to do literally her entire life she has seen so many births all right she has um a lot of brothers and sisters. A lot of them were born at home as well. Not all of them, but a lot of them were. Um, her her adoptive grandma, is what she calls it, um, is a, a close family friend of theirs who is actually a um, home birth midwife as well in Mississippi, and she has literally delivered thousands and thousands of babies herself. And my wife, my wife Sarah, as a young girl, was present at a lot of them too. So I. Felt like I had so much confidence in her ability to birth because she's a super strong woman, and because she's been around it so much and it's something she's thought about. I had I had hundred percent confidence as well. So I'm just like Thomas, where I kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, what was not completely educated on the topic, uh, and was more of like a neutral uh, right. part of it than than anything else, and when it came down, like everything was great, but when it came down to it, um, there was a couple of problems that happened. One of them was, there was, uh, some high stress situations, um, at the, during the the birth of our, our first child, um, and it's decisions that had to be made quickly. And I didn't know, I didn't even know what they were. Like I didn't even have time to Google it on my phone to figure it out. Um, one of them in particular was about, um, uh, the use of vitamin K, when to use vitamin K, how to use vitamin K, if to use vitamin K, um, and the different ways you can administer it. Right. And I didn't even know what vitamin K was. So how how can I, if, you know, at, at the moment I was like, oh, this is probably some far out there part of, of the birth process that I don't really need to know. But then in learning about it, yeah, I should have had an opinion on on vitamin K or at least a known the basics of it so to be and also to know that above all I should watch the stress level in the room because my stress level immediately communicates over and transfers over to my wife and that immediately communicates and transfers over to the baby so me getting stressed out because things aren't going exactly right I mean that has de- that can have devastating effects Um, and I didn't, I didn't really realize that at the moment, you know, and and things like that. So if you can become educated on all aspects on it, it only helps.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, that makes so much sense. And then now with your second baby, I know that you guys were, obviously you had your first successful home birth. You're going into number two. This is going to be a home birth. What was that experience like?
1: Um, my second home birth uh we had a, a different midwife for our second home birth um, so the our second midwife is just phenomenal I'm mean, just a really great person uh she's got a beautiful soul, she's funny, she's friendly she's experienced you know she herself has delivered thousands of babies as well um so she really knows her stuff um, I assume the second one would go as perfectly as the first one. Um, I was a little more educated because I had gone through the the process. I had learned what vitamin K was. I had learned that you can't be stressed out. You know, I'd learned some of the basics here, but I was still, I still feel looking back. I was still a bystander as well. Um, when my daughter came out, my daughter was the second one. She was actually born on Christmas day, which is kind of cool. Um, I, I, I love that about her, um, she was a little late coming out, um, and uh, my wife and I were trying everything possible to get that baby out. So we didn't have to transfer to a hospital um, to have the baby, and it was almost like we we're pretty much like, yeah, if the baby doesn't come out, you know, in the next day or two, we're gonna have to change it over to a hospital birth. So my wife and I tried every technique possible, every technique possible. Um, and uh including uh castor oil. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is not familiar with castor oil, it's basically a a stimulant, a diuretic that um can cause your stomach to, to tense up and, and knot up and contract, which then stimulates um you know, your body to, to basically Start labor. Uh, it's not the most healthy way to, to start labor. I've learned. Also, um, not the most pleasant. <laughs> or oh, unpleasant, right? Because <laughs> basically, it's a stimulant. It makes you poop.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and not in a, a, it's a nice way. It really like cramps up everything. It's like someone throwing a wrench um, in your system. Well, on a side note, castor oil, we did a video all about castor oil where uh, I wanted to, to, to experience what my wife experienced when she took castor oil. So I took castor oil as well and <laughs> documented the experience. I love um, that. So you can learn about that.
0: We're yeah, so you can learn that about uh, that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So you you're gonna have you can check out our video all about castor oil and I give the historical background of castor oil and um you know, it just goes in depth from there. Castor oil is way more interesting than, than you might uh realize by the way. Um but getting back to my second birth, uh the second birth, my daughter on Christmas Day, um uh she was actually a transfer to a hospital. So my daughter, she aspirated meconium on her way out. And as you know, um, when a baby inhales a mixture of meconium and amniotic fluid during delivery, it can cause some pretty nasty issues. Um, so she was born and she looked beautiful and everything was great. We were just laying there in bed, uh, just enjoying the afterglow of it all. Um, Maggie Maggie was my daughter's name. She was laying on my wife's chest and it was just such a beautiful experience. But then that's when she started to show signs of difficulty breathing. She was laying there and she started turning purple. And god, it was just such a scary sight and you know, she she went from being this beautiful pink crying baby to uh, becoming just quiet and, and listless, mm. And it was by far the scariest part of my life, by right. far. Uh, I just remember vividly my face was becoming flush and my vision just completely went clouded, like I could not see a single thing. And it went from being this beautiful, happy uh party as my wife calls it to just like silence in the room my mom was silent my sister was silent my wife was silent my baby was silent and it was just like a really scary time and uh, I just thought to myself like we're definitely losing our losing our our daughter Mm. Um, it was just a really scary time but our midwife, our home birth midwife, she was calm, she was prepared, she was confident, and she knew exactly what to do at the right time. Wow. You know, like I said, she's she's attended thousands of births and she's seen it all. And that's the kind of person that I want at my birth. Right. It's really important to work with a midwife that you feel confident in that you feel confident in and that you trust. And um I, I you know, I would not change any of that for the world.
0: So what did your midwife do in that situation?
1: Well, first of all, while the rest of us were quiet and silent and me sitting there like a, just a bump on the log, just, you know, sweating profusely and not being able to see, um, she was taking control. She knew that that was the time she knew to clear the airways she knew um to ha- how to re- resuscitate her she knew how to um keep her breathing uh she knew how to control the warmth um she knew the exact right time for us to call um the paramedics
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it went from being a a moment where i thought we were losing our daughter to a moment where she was going to be okay. Right. Um, and that is all due to the experience of the midwife. Mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing. So and, you- and I want to point
1: out though, I want to point out to people, this didn't happen because it was a home birth, right? This happened because my daughter inhaled air as, or she tried to inhale air as she was coming out.
0: At 42 weeks, you know, when or, you know, as the pregnancy progresses, you know, towards later and later, post dates, quote, um, you know, there is more of a chance of meconium uh, being inside of the uterus. So, you know, there is more of a chance that baby's Mm -hmm. going to poop. That is, that could happen, like you said, at, at home or at the hospital.
1: And that's why hospitals like to induce labor, right? Because they want to avoid situations like that. Um, So if this was strictly a hospital birth, they would have induced my wife much earlier on. But that's not – there's so many things that inductions – I think, first of all, inductions are heavily overused. Mm -hmm. Um, Inductions have – can cause many, many other problems right. that you don't that are not directly associated with an induction, and sometimes inductions are necessary. Um, a lot of times they're not necessary, and right. that's the great thing about a home birth is that you can be more of an active role in it. You can, um, you know, there's just it's a whole different holistic way of looking at 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 birth. Absolutely. So there's there's positive, negatives, but there's um. It's just uh, a home birth is just a great way to go for for relatively low risk people out there.
0: I totally agree, and and like you said, this didn't this birth just because you choose to have a home birth doesn't mean it has to go perfectly for it to still be safe. Your daughter was in wonderful hands with this mm-hmm. midwife. She called the paramedics. She's giving neonatal resuscitation, which she's certified and skilled in. So you guys mm-hmm. transport safely to the hospital. Is that correct? Yes, okay, great, and then, and yeah. then what
1: happened she ended, up, she ended up having a couple yeah, she ended up staying in the uh NICU unit for a couple days afterwards, and I love sleep. I love to go to sleep at night. It's like the greatest thing when you can finally lay your head down on your pillow at night, it's just like the greatest feeling ever, one of the greatest feelings ever, so um. I don't think I've ever stayed up more than one night in a row. Well, that first 3 nights my wife and I both did not sleep a single wink. We sat next to our daughter in the the uh the NICU unit um and just just sat there with her and just just we were, both of us refused to go to sleep. But um I mean, that that would have happened at a a hospital birth, too. So it it, it, we didn't get our picture perfect home birth on our second one. But, um, you know, stuff happens.
0: Yeah. Meconium happens. And, you know, also, you know, the thing is, is you did still get that intimate, deep care of midwifery from beginning to end of your pregnancy and labor. Yeah. Even even with, you know, and and quote emergent situation, it was emergent, it was handled beautifully. But I mean, I would assume just based off of our conversation, you would choose that route again anyway, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was such a good experience. Definitely, I, 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 home birth is is for for us is definitely the way to go. I, I see why it was so important to my wife, and it's just cool to be able to learn about it myself. That's
0: amazing. Well, and you have learned so much. Obviously, as you've created this channel, you are going in depth into so many topics that you know. You've already mentioned a number of videos that, as I'm hearing them, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. So I would love to hear if you've got a few tips, perhaps, for any of the families, the parents, moms and dads, specifically dads listening, um, would you be willing to to give us a few tips?
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, some of our videos, um, I say ours, it's like there's one person here. So we're not that fancy, <laughs> <do> but um, <laughs> <We> <laughs> I, I'm have- the... We, our media conglomerate is, uh, yeah, no, I'm the, I'm the videographer and the editor and the researcher and all that. So not everything's perfect, but it's something that's really enjoyable to me. I like to talk, like I said, the the videos that we do, we're, we're, we do videos, um, about labor and delivery, um, and and birth topics for dads. Um, but also, uh, for when your kid, when your child gets older, um, Mm Just other things like how to pick out the right car seat. Uh, We have videos on um, how to install a car seat where we went and uh, met up with the Chicago Fire Department and they showed us how to correctly install car seats. Um, You can learn about infant massage and all the benefits of bonding with your baby. Uh, On our website, you can also learn about uh, how to make your own DIY natural baby food. Mm. Um, You can, what else? Uh, what are labor contractions and how do you time them? Um, postpartum tips for dads, how to actually be there for your, your significant other, um, after the baby arrives. Um, and then specifically about home births. Uh, I, I, did this, um, the video all about, uh, how to break it to your family that you're having a home birth. I love it. And this is for dads specifically. <laughs> like, um, Trying to tell concerned family members that you want to have a baby at home can sometimes be really, really confusing and controversial to them. So, to help um, show dads how how to talk to their 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 family about having a home birth, is I uh, wrote an R and B song, and uh, I found <laughs> I found this award winning um, R and B singer uh, to sing it for me. So, I, I wrote the lyrics and the the melody, and and he he sang it for me. So, you can go check that out. <laughs>
0: Wow, I am so excited to check that out. And we'll absolutely be adding that to the show notes as well. Good, good.
1: (laughs) So I have like, I have like, I put together a list of like my favorite, um, let's say, top 10 uh, life pro tips for dads. So if I can go over them here. Please. First and foremost, um take an active role in the birth of your baby. know what everything is and how it works. You don't have to be an expert in it. You don't have to like step in and say, "No, no, we should do it this way, no 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 i I've read this, so you should do it this way, but you should you should know what things are right that's the first one number two, take an active role in the parenting of your child, mm-hmm. number three. And I think this is by far the most important thing is love their mother first. Oh, wow. Because it all trickles down from there. Mm-hmm. Number four, never call it babysitting. I've, <laughs> you're not babysitting your own baby. You're, you're just, you're, you're just experiencing life with your baby. So never call it babysitting. Number five, talk to your baby using real words. And this is a challenge for me, um, but the more you talk to them like an adult, the quicker they're going to pick up their language. Right. Number. What are we on? Six. I don't know. I lost track. Tell totally. your kids that you love them and. Sh- <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Tell your kids that you love them and show them affection.
0: Mm-hmm. Number
1: seven. Enjoy every moment you have with them when they're small, because they grow up really fast. I know it's cliche, but they grow up super fast. Number whatever, try not to spend on clothes, try not to overspend on clothes and toys and gadgets on your first baby. You're going to feel the urge to buy every single thing. And, um, your money can be spent in much better ways than buying a bunch of baby gadgets. Some are great. Most of them are a little superfluous. And I like to give my number one, um, tip on, on, um, superfluous baby gadgets and i'm from chicago where it's freezing all the time i thought you'd need a heated baby wipes dispenser (laughs) okay this is what a heated baby wipes dispenser does it takes a perfectly good pack of baby wipes and it dries them out like 10 times the amount of time (laughs) so before you know it you just have a a solid thing of like hard napkins
0: you've got a white brick
1: all right you got a white brick of just does, your baby does not want to be wiped with a dry napkin. Trust me.
0: Uh,
1: go to any and all baby appointments. And again, this is not so you can um, you can have an opinion on every topic, and so you can assert your 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 will on the mom. It's so that you can understand from her perspective what decisions are being made and why. I think it is both of your births but it's it's your partner's body. And I think that's really important that people need to under that men especially need to understand, is she may be adamant about something, so go with it. Because it's her intuition, it's her body, um, and, and she's the one that actually has to go through it. All right. I've got, let's see, three more here. Go for it. No, two more here. Uh, sleep when the baby sleeps. Sleep when the baby sleeps. Um, I also have a problem with this because I I just, you know, I love going to sleep at night, but I hate napping during the day. But you can really be much more comfortable if you can sleep when the baby sleeps. And then the very last one, and this is what I did for both of my kids, and I loved it, is get a baby carrier that you like. You can find some really awesome, like, masculine baby carriers. Like, uh, there's one in particular called Mission Critical. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, we'll have a video out soon from Mission Critical about Mission Critical. Mission Critical is a baby carrier that kind of looks like a military flak jacket for dads. Ooh,
0: <laughs> you can nice. in
1: like desert, desert sand and midnight green and things like that, but get a baby carrier you like and get your baby used to to being in it as often as possible, because what that's going to do is allow you to bond with your baby. Uh, When they're sitting there smelling you and and seeing you, they're just going to get closer and closer to you. It's also going to allow you to still do stuff with both of your hands, like clean the house or work on whatever, work on the computer. And if the baby's used to being in a baby carrier, um, it's definitely going to help uh, you, and also when you get home from work or whatever, you can uh, take the baby and put them in the baby carrier, and give your uh, significant other uh, a much-needed break.
0: Very nice. Oh, I love all those tips, and for sure, baby wearing is just a lifesaver. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how you could do anything if your baby isn't like super in love with being carried around. <laughs> Yep, yep. Oh man, these are such great tips. Thank you so much for those, Sam. And you know, as we begin to wrap things up, one thing that I really wanted to kind of shed some light on and and mention and get your perspective about is this idea of you know, like I said, there's a lot of information out there now for mothers and around giving birth. But mm-hmm. one thing that I feel like is often overlooked is the partner's Perspective of giving birth and specifically of home birth. You know, I feel like a lot of times dads kind of get this bad rap for, like, oh, well, I don't want to have a home birth. I'm because I like, I don't think it's a good idea. But I feel like from the partner's perspective, it can be a really daunting idea. Giving birth, like, you Mm know, having your partner give birth at all can be pretty daunting. But especially at home, there's concerns for if if you are not educated about home birth, there's concerns for safety and, and the like. But this perspective yep. of, you know, as the father, obviously, you're not the one giving birth, but fathers typically like it's a it's a very common thing for the dad or for the husband to want to be the caretaker, to be the one that is you know, making sure everyone is safe. So could you kind of share yep. your feelings of that? Did you feel like, or do you feel like you see in in your sphere that sometimes it's not necessarily that the dad's trying to be a downer, it's just that he wants to protect his family. What What do you think about all of that?
1: That is a really, really great point, Caitlin. Um, and I think a lot of, I think that that the way you described it is the way a lot of, dads feel. But I don't think people put two and two together. I don't think the dad communicates that that's the reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the other partner communicates or uh, picks up on that that's the reason. It can kind of just look like eh, they don't want to do it or they think it's silly or it's not safe and it's a stupid suggestion of, of the partner to that she wants. Why would she want to have a home birth? Like just do it in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you learn about home births, versus hospital birth, the more I think you'll be comfortable with the topic. Um, I have two videos that I would recommend you check out on our channel. One of them is called The Cost of Birth. And it talks about, we detail uh, every item that birth costs, um, the the hidden fees. And I show you how you can have a home birth um, completely paid for uh, for $500. Um, so a lot of people think home births are just expensive. A lot of times they can be not expensive. Um, another one is, um, a video all about, uh, just the overall benefits of a home birth. And it makes a lot of really good valid points. Um, things that dads should consider because I think dads can have a really bad view of home births if they just uh, if they're only reading negative stuff about home birth. Right. Uh, so I, I really think it's important that they do a ton of research on both sides because a home birth can be just such a beautiful, rewarding and safe option.
0: Right. And then I'm sure you would agree with this. I feel like, like you said, with the, it's like, we don't put two and two together. Really the crux is we've got to come together and communicate in a, in a real and open way and for both yep. parties to come and to be able to share, you know, well, this is what I want. And for the other to be able to say, well, these are my fears. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think that, yeah, I think that communication is huge on that.
1: Cause a lot of times, like you said, a lot of times it's, it's just, it's fears and uh, those fears are often unfounded. Right. So um, to, to any dads listening to this, Express your fears to, to your partner and, um, and and make sure you do it at, at a time when you both are in a positive mood and uh, in a neutral place and are both open and, and ready to, to talk about things because your fears are valid, um, your feelings are valid, but it's important that you... Um, you keep your eyes open and your ears open that you can, um, that, that's not the, what you fear is not always reality. And, um, the more you learn about home births, I'm telling you that the, the more you'll be excited about it. And if you're, if you're like me, uh, the more you read about it, you, you're just gonna, you're going to get very, very excited about it. So I recommend you checking out our channel because I, I try to normalize home birth, um, Oh, I, I want to. I, and the reason I do it is not because I'm on some kind of home birth, you know, lobbyist group or anything. I'm I'm literally doing it because I had a great experience um, on both of our babies, and I want dads to uh, be open to the idea too. So uh, there's a lot of good information on our website.
0: Same. That's perfect. Yes. And one more time, would you give that information where people can find you?
1: Yep. Yeah, so. The bi- our main thing is a, a YouTube channel and it's called the paternal partner, the paternal partner. We do a new video every week about a different, uh, birth labor and delivery topic, or, uh, just life pro tips for dads in general. And you can find us online at the dot
0: Perfect. Wow. Sam, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. It was such an honor and a pleasure to have you. And we would love to have you back sometime soon.
1: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And I definitely want to meet Thomas at some point too.
0: Sounds good. All right. Thanks so much, Sam. All
1: right. Thanks, Caitlin. Take care.
0: What a solid episode. I'm thrilled to have had Sam on the podcast and I look forward to seeing his channel take off. It is such a needed resource. As we head into today's episode roundup, I want to linger on two important points we discussed. Number one, a home birth doesn't have to be perfect to be safe. The story of Sam and Sarah's second baby's birth is a perfect example of emergencies being handled safely at home. Yes, emergencies still happen at home, albeit rarely, but they do happen. Luckily, Sam and Sarah had a midwife who was experienced and fully trustworthy. She took confident control of the situation and kept everyone safe as they transported to the hospital for more support. And number two, we can use birth to capitalize on our relationships. When we come together as partners and spend time considering how we'll work together, both in labor and in parenthood, we truly set ourselves and each other up for success. All right, my friends, that's all that I've got for you today. Do not forget to go register for the Home Birth Mythbusters masterclass. Go to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash Mythbusters, and there is going to be a bonus episode releasing later on this week, so be sure to check back. That's all I've got for you for now. See you back here later this week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode.